Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. So I want to talk a little bit about mental game and how journaling can help you with your mental game. Bottom line is a lot of riders get so much anxiety before they compete and they get really nervous and that can lead to panic attacks, that can lead to going brain dead and not even remembering what you did out there or what you need to do. Sadly, it leads to tension in your uh, hands and your body and your legs and your horse feels all of that. And that's when alley issues start to happen and uh, mistakes on the pattern because the rider is so ang- filled with anxiety, they're riding uh, rigid and bad timing and stiff and tight. And, and again, just their brain just goes blank. So um, I, what I'm hoping is to teach you how through journaling, it helps you to learn to deep visualize because you're writing it down. And that leads to muscle memory and a routine. So I highly recommend having a journal. I sell a very inexpensive one on Amazon you can get. And there's plenty of room to write things down in it if you're creative. In the very last page of mine, I actually write down an example of mental game. Mental game, you have to teach yourself to calm yourself down. For here's a great example. I go in once a year to the doctors to get my annual checkup. Whenever they do my blood pressure, I've been probably sitting in the uh, the front office for an hour, and I'm a very sensitive person around people, and I take in whatever conversations I hear, and it can raise my anxiety level, which raises my blood pressure. So. Uh, I go into the office to get my blood pressure taken and the nurse is all in tears and I say, are you okay? And she's, you know, it's just been a really difficult day and she tells me about her loss and she takes my blood pressure. Well, the darn alarm goes off and the doctor comes in and wants to know if we're okay. And I said, she made me do it. And, you know, she's crying and I'm crying and it's a whole emotional thing. So I go sit into Uh, the waiting room, the doctor says, put new batteries, whatever in the pack or do, you know, get another pack to do her with. And you sit in this room and calm down until we're going to do your blood pressure again. So I say, okay. So I always keep lavender in my purse. So I take deep breaths. I sniff lavender. I think about happy thoughts. My horses out in the pasture, playing with my dogs, being back on the farm. And she comes back in, takes my blood pressure and it's normal. So that's how much our anxiety, our feelings, our emotions can affect our heart, our blood. And of course, a horse can sense all of that. So I'm telling you this story because you can lower your heart rate. You can lower your blood pressure. You can relax your mind and your body through visual breathing techniques. Some people call it meditating. Some people just call it deep breathing. Um, And it is really important. And for me, I just smell lavender, put happy thoughts in my head. And um, I just take those big breaths and just relax. I don't let any negative or emotional things creep in. 
So that's what you have to learn to do. Is it going to be easy if you're naturally a little bit nervous before competing? Maybe you're nervous because you had a slip or a fall. Maybe you're nervous because you don't really feel confident going really fast. Or maybe you're nervous because you don't want to make a fool of yourself or things that are out of your control. And that's another part of mental game that you have to understand to not worry about things that you are out of your control. You will relax if you focus on what you can control. And the very first part of my um, my uh, my my book is not the very first page, but the second page um, is the pages one and two. There is a mental preparing for competition. I write down ten things for you to focus on. Mental toughness. Um, is a famous quote that I, I put in here is um, success is when preparation meets opportunity. So number one, I say set realistic goals um, because if you set expectations too high, like I have to win money today, you know, that leads to tension in your mind and body and you won't ride as well. It would be better just to think about two goals. And this is what helps you be more relaxed in competition. Um, and you also have to remember, you are there for your horse. If your horse senses you're that uptight, they're not going to want to do it because let's face it, look at a herd, uh, herd dynamics. There's always going to be an alpha, whether it's the alpha mare, the alpha gelding, however your herd is designed. But in your herd of two, you and your horse, you are the alpha. So as the alpha, you should just have to pin your ears and your horse will move out of your way. You should never have to kick them just like a horse in a pasture, right? So with us, we can just point or cluck and our horse moves out of our way or touch them. They'll move out of the way. Um, so it's the same thing. When we're trying to get them to do something, we have to be calm and confident as a leader. If we're stressed and nervous and scared, they're going to want to have nothing to do with it because we're the leader. And they're like, well, you don't think it's okay. So I don't think it's okay. So just remember that. Okay. And when you're setting realistic goals, number one, it you're, you'll be more relaxed if you just think about two things going down the alleyway. Um, barrel racers have a bad habit of overthinking and they'll, um, you know, if you ask a kid, what are you thinking about before they compete? They'll say nothing or going fast, you know, but, but, um, you ask a woman, an adult, and they'll tell you five things they're thinking about. And that's just too much for your body to handle. It makes you ride mechanical and you get behind. You have to be in the moment. And that's why we practice. That's why we visualize so that we can trust our training when we get there. So it'd be better just to think of two things. Like when you get to the alleyway, like riding to your spot and low forward hands, or ride to your spot and use your legs. Whatever works best for you and your horse. Maybe you have a free runner and it's good to sit, sit and say, whoa. So you might think spot and sit and say, whoa. You know, um, those are, you know, whatever is your thing. So the second thing, to have confidence in yourself and your horse is really important. Instead of being reactive if something goes wrong in your warm-up or in your run, be proactive and just stay in the moment and be positive on what your next move is. So I've had times where my horse warmed up like a wild banshee and I was like, oh my God, she's going to go out there and embarrass the heck out of me. She's going to just probably loop the entire arena or hit every barrel. And so I immediately have to take those negative thoughts and turn them into a positive. 
you know, when she's a little wound up, I just got to stay calm and focused and she'll really fire and have a good run. So you have to take any negative thought that creeps into your head and turn it into a positive. And in that case, that's usually what happens when my horse would warm up deadhead. I'm thinking of my yellow horse, Briscoe. She usually didn't clock. She'd be 3D. But if she warmed up like a wild child, she was going to fire. As long as I did my job and stuck with her, we were going to clock 1D or 2D. So it was just that that easy um, to know how to take that negative and turn it into a positive because I knew my horse and I, I didn't let her being crazy rattle me. I did try to keep her quiet. I did try to take her off somewhere quiet to warm her up and warm her up slow. But there's just that thing. And all of you that barrel race know what I'm talking about. There are certain times where you know your horse is feeling a certain way and you got to roll with it. And um, you just got to uh, meet them where they're at and not get in a fight with them and, and deal with their quirkiness and just use it to your advantage. So when I get to the alleyway, I wouldn't think, oh God, you know, what's she going to do? I'd think, okay, calm to my spots, you know, calm to my spots because she was so hot and ready to roll. I just thought calm to my spots and everything would come together. So number three, ignoring the hoopla. That is such a hard thing to do for people. Sometimes you get there at a big event and you put a lot of pressure on yourself. You're like, oh my gosh, look who's here. Look how many entries. Um, you know, you're like worried about the time to be. Someone just set an arena record. There's a lot of things going on, music and uh, just, you know, whatever, maybe a fair or Ferris wheels, you know, just a lot. So you have to learn to ignore, ignore that and focus on your goals. You have to be in your zone and clear all outside things out of your mind. It goes back to just focusing on one or two things that you can do to be your best for your horse out there. And that's going to keep you relaxed. Okay, number four, issues in your personal life. Sometimes people actually, you know, are dealing with a lot. You know, you're dealing with maybe a sick family member, or financial issues, or, or, um, you know, a, a fight with family or friends or something. And, and all of that stuff can really affect your competition if you let it. But you have to tell yourself that this is what you're passionate about. You're here because you eat, breathe, sleep, dream it. It's your love. Um, you know, and don't let anything take it from you. This is your fun. It's your joy. And this is your day. This is your hour, your two hours, your whatever. It's your 15 seconds of pure adrenaline and fun. You know, it's, it is what it is. So try to block out anything that doesn't matter that's out of your control and just focus on what you can control, which is having fun, enjoying your horse and enjoying the run. Now, the next thing, number five, overthinking. I touched on that a little bit. Overthinking does make you ride mechanical and stiff due to the tension that's going to build up in your mind and your body. So that's why you have to trust your training, trust your warm-up, your game plan for the arena, and just let it happen. Be in the moment. You know, just one or two goals, you know, a drag out from your run is a good thing. Um, you know, know how you're going to approach the alleyway where the timers are, the stakes, you know, know like, okay, in this pin, you know, the second's on the fence, third's out in the open, you know, or there's a, a huge tunnel by first. Things that may distract your horse, just be aware that you may need to be there for them in the moment, but don't, you know, pre-think it like, I'm going to say, whoa, and sit exactly two strides out and bump at spot one, you know, that kind of thing. Don't be a robot about it. You have to be in a moment, but just have a little bit of a game plan 
um, uh, for the pin you're in. Okay, it's really deep and dry, so I may have to drive deeper. Oh, it's really hard and wet and packed, so I'm going to have to ride quiet and sit and, you know, uh, not override. Uh, stay two hands longer, maybe stand my horse up a little bit before I go to the horn that kind of thing. So that, that kind of stuff is important. It's more in the moment, but you're not overthinking. I need to do this, this, and this at this, this, and this time that you don't want to do that. Okay. Number six, worrying about the outcome. That's a big one for people. Um, you get worried about winning a saddle, a urine buckle points, uh, beating your last personal time. That's the worst, right? You have a 1D run and now next week you feel like, you know, you've been living on cloud nine and I got to do it again this week, you know, and, and that puts a lot of pressure on yourself. So don't do that. Don't get caught up in expectations. Just stay relaxed and focused on having a smooth run and every run is a new race. Don't worry about the last race. If it was a great race, that can be part of your winning reel. If it was a bad race, have a short memory and let it go. So, um, you know, there are videos, um, that you want to play over and over in your head, like your best runs, but the ones that didn't go well, you just trash them. You don't ever think about them again. You let them go. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> you also want to just think about the things you can do and, and, and properly like your correct cues, um, and everything was going to fall in place because you've prepared, you've, you've trained and now you just trust it. So learn to worry about what you can control and not what you can't. Number seven, have a game plan. Talked about that a little bit. Ex to execute your best run, it's important to have a game plan. You can prepare with your coach during the week, um, know your strengths and your weaknesses, and work on improving those, developing your strengths and improving your weaknesses. Um, at the event, check, like I mentioned, the ground, the timers, the barrel stakes, have a game plan. As you warm up and approach the alleyway and for in the arena, sometimes you'll have an alleyway that's L-shaped or short or long, you or a long score, a short score, a wide pin, a narrow pin. You have to kind of decide, okay, how am I going to, you know, or even a, a side gate or a side, you know, alley. You have to know, okay, how am I going to set up for my first barrel? Because that's the money barrel. That's the winning barrel. So you definitely don't want to just run in there without a game plan because that's going to hurt you too. A long score, you're going to think go up the middle. A short score, you're going to say, okay, it's a wide pattern, but a short score. So I'm going to have to really focus on getting to my arc so I can get to my spot one correctly. Things like that. You have to kind of plan it out. So the ne next thing, number eight, is psyching yourself out. Don't compare yourself to others, um, how other competitors ride and try to ride like someone else. That's the worst thing you can do. If your horse is used to you riding soft and quiet hands and just sitting up and sitting down and then you go in there and kick six times to first barrel as you smooch or whip, I'm pretty sure you're going to go to the fence if your horse isn't used to that. So, you know, that's important as well. Um, ride your race, okay? Run your race. Um, number nine, worrying about what other people think. Um, honestly, everybody's worried about their self. People are worried about what they got to get done. And so they don't, they're not worried about you. And you know what? It's your life. And, and I know people want to fit in and, and be respected and all that, but it's not going to help your run. So don't, don't do that. It's just going to add stress to you. Learn to block it out. It's your life and it, you're doing it for you following your heart. And number 10, the last one is the fear of failure. I know sometimes we're afraid to make a mistake or we want to be perfect, or maybe we're even just fearful of the speed or getting, you know, a slip or a fall or anything like that. Um, it can lead to more tension in your mind and body. 
if you're worried about things like that, you can go slower and just work on building your confidence slow and smooth for a while. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you need to let go of trying to be perfect or fear of losing and replace that with thoughts of being confident in executing your goals for your run. So there's another section in here. I talk about some of my famous quotes. Um, the first page in the um, horse keeping records, you can write down your horse's um, last Coggins, warming schedule, the date and the product, uh, when your last body work, sports medicine exam was, uh, your vaccines, what you feed for hay and feed, uh, your riding schedule, what your uh, mental key points and warm up routine, uh, training and competition bridles, the uh, you know your last date of shoeing and trimming. Um, you can put in there, you know, I, I do every six weeks with a St. Croix light rim shoe or whatever, whatever your thing is, you can write down your supplements. Um, that way, if, if you're having a winning streak, you don't change anything. Or if you start having a losing streak, you can go back and say, oh, I stopped doing this or I changed that. And you'll have notes on that. It's also helpful when it's in your horse trailer to know, oh, you know, my Coggins is almost due, or wow, it's been a year since my horse's teeth were done, or oh, my worming is due. So horse record keeping is a very important thing to keep track of because we can get forgetful in our busy lives. So there's several pages of that. And then uh, you can actually get and I know my little book looks skinny, but there, it depends on how many you go, like you can get 66 races of three horses in this little book or 198 races with one horse. So that's quite a few. And you can actually draw a little pattern on the side. There's room. Um, you know, it's not a lot of room, uh, but you can draw a little pattern. You don't need to draw it very big. I took a picture and put it in one of my posts. Uh, so you can see, but you can put your horse's name. There's room for three horses. It has the date of the uh, date and name of the arena, uh, mileage for round trip, especially if you're writing it off as a business, uh, total entries, added money, uh, the horse's name, draw number, winning time, your time, hopefully the same, entry fee, winnings. Um, you can write down what you liked, good or bad about your pattern, like tighten up first and second, third was great. Um, in, in the comments, you can also put something about your mental game or warm up, anything like that. Like I can put, you know, I was calm and focused. They felt great. The ground was dry and hard or something like that. You know, whatever you want to write. And again, you can draw a little picture next to it of your pattern. And then in the very back of the book, at the end of the year, there's a couple pages for you to put your summary total. And that will be your horse's name, total runs made, total entry fees, and total money one. So again, if you're writing it off as a business and also just to keep track of your horse's lifetime earnings as well. I, in the very back, have a vision board and I write things in my vision board like enjoy the process, focus on the positive, what went well, and, and then work on, on what else I need to improve on. Um, write down things like that you're... Uh, you know, our quotes that mean something to you, like consistency and confidence equals success. We're either winning or learning. My mind controls my body. Um, follow your heart and passion. Be true to you. I am a champion. Nothing worthwhile comes easy. Work hard. Average skill plus huge heart plus hard work equals it will happen. Um, connection and patience with my horse. And, you know, just put, you know, things that mean something to you. Um, 
You can write down things you want to work on, like sitting in your turns, using more legs, softer hands. Uh, you can write down your uh, daily schedule routine, your mental game. Like I mentioned, three things. One, breathe in and out. Trust your training, trust your horse, trust yourself. And three, have fun. Um, you can uh, write down your checklist, things you want to load in your horse trailer, shopping, uh, your you know pre-run. You can write everything you need in this little book on a couple of the blank pages. Um, you can focus on what's in your control, your breathing, your positivity, your thoughts, embracing adversity, practicing with a purpose, uh, your uh, pre-race routine, your body language, your connection to your horse, uh, your um, check in with what you're focused on, if you're being in the moment, if you're calm, if you're doubting yourself, if you're freaking out, and get yourself recentered and focused. Those are all things you can make. And you can write down, like I said, your daily schedule, your pre-race routine. You can write those down in the back pages of the journal. In the front page, I write down my goal for the, the monthly goal, a yearly goal. Um, and, and, you know, it's just really important to do these things for yourself. Um, I think, you know, the journal... A journal or a notebook, whether you use mine or make your own or buy a big fancy one, um, which they are out there, you can shop for those as well. You can write down your big one-year goal and your big lifetime goal, even if you want. And then you backpedal it to a, a monthly and a weekly goal and a daily goal. And you write down that daily routine and schedule. You write down that pre-run routine you um you vis learn how to visualize or make yourself a positivity or vision board. You can put it in your book where you will see it before every run. You can put it in your house or your barn and see it daily um, on your horse trailer um, door, wherever you want. Uh, you should check in with yourself monthly, monthly and make sure your, your routine is working and make any adjustments or add to it if you need to. It's important to believe in yourself. You need to visualize it and you need to focus on your highlight runs, your best runs, not on any of your, um, you know, negative runs. Those should be a short memory and let them go. Uh, you, and again, um, you should include, uh, uh, you know, a time frame in it. You know, is it take you one hour or two hours for your process from beginning to end when you get to a barrel race for your warm up and your preparation? Um, again, about the positive quotes, that's important, or photos of your best runs, you know, maybe a picture of your dream or your goal, you know, that all can be in your journal. Uh, but use, use the book, you know, use your book to write in it, read it daily. That's how you're going to really get it solid in your muscle memory. Visualizing and writing things down is how we take things to a next level, to a deeper level. And I think that's super important for people. Um, so again, if you're that person that gets a lot of anxiety and blacks out before a run, all of these things that I'm telling you to do are going to teach you to be more calm and confident and focused and relaxed. And like I said, just like me going to the doctors and getting my blood pressure up because, you know, I sit there and listen to stories about people, you know, in the, in the lobby dealing with this or that. And, it, and, you know, I'm very, um, sensitive, intuitive, and I get kind of evolved emotionally and internally, and it can really affect me. So I get it if you have those emotions before you run, but that's where you have to learn to breathe and exhale and all of that. 
So, and get into your quiet space. That's why before competition, sometimes people think barrel racers are snobs or antisocial, but in all honesty, they're just trying to get their game face on. They're trying to think, okay, I've got to get off this horse, get on this horse. I need to get quiet, get in my zone. I need to get focused on what I need to get done. So there are those few people that can sit and joke and laugh and play around until time and then just, you know, jump on their horse and go lay down a run. But some people aren't like that. Some people need to have that quiet time and get off by yourself and and breathe and relax and visualize a good run and then, you know, connect with their horse and then head over to the alley and make the run. So whatever works for you is what you need to do. You need to do you. And that's why writing in your journal, you can write down what worked best for you, what didn't work for you, and then you can build from that. So again, writing things down like what you're in control of is a great idea. Writing down what you're thankful for, what your strengths and weaknesses are. Um, Writing down what you love about yourself and your horse. Um, Writing down, you know, like I said, your your mental game, you know, even doing a 60-second positive sprint um, for yourself that you say, you know, it can be something you just say to the universe so that your brain matches your thoughts and tries to make it happen. So a positive 60 second sprint is good. It could be a prayer that you say to God and, um, you know, that's with filled with gratefulness and thankfulness and, and all the great things in your life. And, um, you know, those things you can do that, whatever works best for you is important. Um, but again, breathing in and out really helps clearing your mind and just focusing on one or two things and being positive by trusting your horse, your preparation, um, and yourself is really, really a key aspect to um, your success. So remember, it's supposed to be fun. And um, if you ever find yourself not okay our goal our goal is to be calm confident and focused so let's just say you start having negative thoughts or your nerves are getting up that's when you go back in and fix yourself by doing the deep breathing focusing on positive things and getting yourself recentered and if you find yourself really freaked out you may need to get off your horse go back to the horse trailer you know do something, you know, brush your horse's mane and tail, and then again, do your deep breathing and get yourself cleared, clear your mind, check in with yourself, make sure you're back to the calm, confident, and focused, and then get back at it. So those are really important things. And and again, remember, this is supposed to be fun. On a scale of one to 10, you know, in everything that goes on in the world and um, things that matter, uh, this is supposed to be what you do for your fun it's your it's your passion you enjoy it you want to be good at it Uh, it's a lifestyle you know being a cowgirl or cowboy and and it's also um you know it's what we do because we love it so just keep that in mind so thank you for tuning in I hope this was helpful for those of you that feel uh lost or confused with your uh program or you don't know what to do next uh for setting goals Uh, But I promise you journaling is one of the best things you can do for mental toughness. Um, You just have to look at it, refer back to it, maybe read it before you compete, read it once during the week or the day before the barrel race and, you know, start visualizing the day before your barrel race, how you're going to act at the barrel race. And, and it's just going to 
all those positive things that you do, all that preparing is all those things that are going to make you better and, and get you to your, your goals and your dreams coming true. So thank you for tuning in. And as always, ride with heart. And if you need a barrel racing coach, I have a virtual coaching group with over 100 members in 20 states. I've been doing this for 30 years. I love helping horses and riders become their best team they can be. I uh, have been successful in the 1D with up to 250 entries on my own personal horses at Futurity Derby, Super Show, Rodeo, um, and I love it. I've done it since I was eight years old. It's all I've ever done. It's all I've ever wanted to do, and um, I'm always learning. Every single horse that comes into my life, I learn from. I learn from every horse and rider combination as well, so it's a lifetime career of an education, and I I hope uh, if you're interested, reach out to me, and I do lessons, clinics, and virtual coaching. Thank you.